Blog Talk Radio.
everybody. Hello, hello, hello. You know what? I've missed y'all. I feel like I haven't been live on Total Empowerment in a minute, and I just took one month off. I just took one month off, but when I tell you that has been a long time for me, I didn't realize how much this was an intricate part of my life how much I thrived on and how much it was part of um, just my my destiny and my healing. So I just say thank you for welcoming me back. Thank you for the love. Thank you for having me, and I'm happy to be here. You know what? Let me start off by saying I realize that I play that song far out. That's a four-minute, four-minute and uh, it looks like six-second-long song, and I play it at least to three minutes and a half or so. It's something about that song, and I know that this is only my second time playing it. You know, I had a, a long, long, long love fest with Bravo, and I, I couldn't let Bravo go for a while. Um, hey, that hey, what I'm about to say says a lot about my personality, what I'm going to share with you all tonight, <laughs> you know, but... I couldn't let Bravo go for a while. I was holding on to Bravo, and I just I just felt Bravo in my soul. It would come on, and I just felt it all throughout, tingling throughout. Now it's my time to shine, Kelly Price. It's my time to shine. And, you know, I would hear that song, and well, it's kind of old now, you know, but I would hear it, I would hear it on the radio, and it would just automatically get me snapping, and get that little shoulder twerking, you know what I'm saying, yeah, I'm telling you, I was feeling it. It's my time to shine, yeah. And then it was more than just a beat for me. My time to shine. So, what does that mean? That means to me, when I don't feel like shining, it's my time to do so. God has given me a purpose and a mission and a vision, and it's my time. What else does that mean? That means that excuse me, when I, when I get setbacks, when I feel like I don't want to continue on, when I feel like, well, wait a minute, somebody has gotten this all twi- mixed up and twisted. It's my time to shine. It's my time. Like, and we don't always get to dictate when it's our time, when it's our time, when it's our time to pass. I mean, we've seen that in the news, and as much as I don't want to bring the show to that point, be doing a disservice to not recognize that that is going on. You know, I was at the spa today, and, of course, it was all on the radio. It was the topic of conversation, and I didn't really want to be a part of it. You know, it felt like, uh, I know it happened, but I don't really want to talk about it right now. I don't feel like I want to discuss it right now. I don't want that energy right now. I said a prayer. You know, I, I, I said a prayer for both the victim and, look, the victims that's passed on and the, their family, their loved ones, so the victim spirit, I should say, um, their loved ones. And, and I, you know, I, I, I sent my prayer release. Um, but for me, it wasn't something that I wanted to discuss. I have still yet to watch the video. Can't say that I totally won't watch it. Um, I know me personally, certain movies, certain, such as this, certain videos, certain things, even politics, 
I have to be in a place for myself first. I have to be in a certain place before I can just watch it. I can't just absorb that type of stuff and not be affected. Um, and it's not that I don't want to be affected. I, I get it. We should be affected. We should be outraged. We should be angry. But for me, I am a lot more, in, I guess, empathic is the right wording, that I will I will hold on to it and I will weigh it. And not even seeing the video, but wanting to have a conversation with my 12-year-old daughter, hey, Kendall, I didn't see the video. I left the spa and Kendall was here. And I said, you know what? Have you heard about all the stuff that's going on lately? And she's, you know, 12-year-old. No, kept it moving. I said, well, it was another, you know, police shooting. Actually, it was two police shootings back to back. Wonder if you had any questions. So, again, 12-year-old. No, I said, okay. I said, well, if you have any questions, let me know. She said, well, what happened? So I gave her the information as I had it because, again, I, I kept myself a little bit distanced just because I know that I have been dealing with something um, situations myself. So for me, I need to watch comedy. I need to laugh. I need to be around upbeat, positive things because I was on the verge of just feeling down and upset. Um, and like I said, I'll tell you all, hey, it's life. And if, if my story can help someone else, once the tears are over and I can stand firm and talk about it, I'm going to talk about it. I don't have a problem with that. Um, but, but let me just say, for Kendall and I, we had a conversation and she asked to watch the video. I said, I'm not comfortable letting you see the video. I haven't even seen it yet. You know, so for me, there's one thing to talk about and discuss it, but for me it was another thing to actually watch it um, and, and get a visual of it. That was just something I wasn't ready to put in my psyche yet. I mean, I could, and you guys may laugh at me. I, I don't know if, if this is just me, but I can watch the Rodney King video and, and, and get disturbed where someone else might be like, oh, man, that, you know, that was a beat. No, that bothers me, but yet I love boxing. I don't get it. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Okay. <laughs> so I say all that to say Kelly Price's song, It's My Time to Shine, it, it just it pushes me, but I didn't know it was preparing me. So when I last spoke to you guys um, live on the air, It's My Time to Shine was on, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. That was my first time playing it. That was in May. And since I do this show the first Thursday in May, I didn't know by that Sunday that things would just start to get crazy. So, you know, when we sing these songs, um, I know one of the topics that we spoke about on another radio station that I'm um, very active on was when we're singing these songs, when we, when, we, when we're singing the lyrics, when we're putting the music in our spirit, does it affect us? And, you know, there were some people that said, well, yeah, it affects us. And some people were like, no, it's a song, you know. And it, it was in reference to um, Lord Schooler, Lord Schooler um, rest in peace, bless his heart. It was in reference to him, but it was still looking at his lyrics. And they also brought in some other people, but that's how the conversation started. Um, and so for me, I do feel like it does get in our spirit, what we sing, what we say. It's an affirmation with tune. It's an affirmation with a beat. And I had no idea that singing, it's my time to shine, and saying, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going despite what's setting me up for having to keep going despite. You know, so I'll, everybody, well, for those who know me and know me well, 
my simple wellness family. They know when it's cleanup time. My my um, close friends, you know, my ex-husband, my daughter, I love me some Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z music will get me excited, pumped. I can conquer the world. Shh, don't hold me back. I got this. You know, so those words, you know, they, they motivate me. It's my time to shine was preparing me, and I didn't realize that. Okay, so you guys are like, all right, you rambling. What are you talking about? It's almost 15 minutes in the show, and you keep talking about it's your time to shine. You didn't know it. Woo! I have, I've been in a season. I have been in a season, but I'm thankful to say that I am on the other side of the season. Because, see, I, I, a few days ago, I couldn't have this conversation, right? A few days ago, I wouldn't have been able to tell you my story without the tears rolling. A few days ago, I wouldn't have been able to tell you my story without feeling like no one would understand. A few days ago, I wouldn't have been able to tell you my story without feeling ashamed, without feeling like I failed, without feeling like there was something wrong with me. So a lot of you know me from whether it's high school, whether it's in the past, whether it's social media, whether it's radio, whether it's the spa, whether it's speaking engagements, whether it's teaching. I seem to meet people in a lot of different ways, um, and I seem to be a, a big people person. It's not a facade. I do love people, <laughs> you know. I'm not saying that's not true. I do love people. However, that is more of a learned behavior. Who I really am, I'm really that loner. I'm really that person, and, and I have people that can vouch for me. I'm really that person can sit in her bedroom, sit in four, amongst four walls, for days and hours on end and be just fine and even be annoyed if you interrupt me two days into it. Like, are you serious? Like, you, you know I'm by myself. What you doing coming in here? Yeah, it is quite crazy, but that's who I am. Um, and so for me, being a, I want to say public figure, but somewhat public figure, or being being social, um, being someone that has to do a lot of marketing, being someone that has to do a lot of talking and empowering, being someone that has to do a lot of um, counseling and listening, whether it's from behind the chair or on the stage, whatever it may be, you know, though that is something that is sincere, though that is something that I do from the heart, that is another side of me. That is the side that I've learned to be, and I enjoy being, but I've learned to be that person. I started um, in corporate America as a director of marketing in, what, 99? So early, early on, I got paid to socialize. Early, early on, I was taught, or I don't know if brainwash is the right word. I'm kind of a little hesitant to use that word, but I was trained to be pleasant, be polite, be that social butterfly, but know that you have to do it enough to be sincere. You can't come across from a, a place of phoniness. You know, be real about it. But I was trained that that equals success. That equals prosperity. That equals advancement. And so for me, the world began to be a stage. So let me say that again. The world began to be a stage for me. See, again, only my real, real close, intimate friends know that Angie can be by herself for days on end and be okay with it. Or 
Angie can be booed up. <laughs> yes, y'all. I love being booed up. I love me some love. Like, I just think that love is just so awesome. You know, we talk about black love, but black love, white love, it doesn't matter. I just feel that to reach a level of love where you just want to be in somebody's presence and be, you know, just have that companionship and hold each other and spoon and, and do all the other fun stuff and laugh and pick and joke and cater and cry together. Like, I am that hopeless romantic who don't even watch the hopeless romantic movies. It's just me. It's just in me. So being that hopeless romantic, being that loner, being that person who can be, I'm a cancer. I can be somewhat clingy. I can be somewhat attached. I was going through a, I was going through a completion of a relationship. Now, why did I use the word completion and not break up? Because nothing's broken about me. Nothing's broken about me. And for y'all that's listening to me, nothing's broken about you. It is a completion. You know, so for me, I was going through a completion of a relationship, one, but I also was resisting the completion of the relationship. I was like, I gotta tell y'all, me and God had a conversation a few times. Like I was, I was a little angry because I didn't get it. I didn't get how I did things right this time. Like I've been known to go head first. I'm in. Let's go. I've been known to do some things that you're like, oh, well, what did you expect? You know. So I, I take ownership for those. But this time, I use wisdom. I use what I feel like was. God's divine time. Somebody else may look at it from a table or a month standpoint or hour standpoint. Say, well, yeah, that was kind of fast. Yeah, I really don't care what you think. I use God's divine time. Okay, I made sure that those questions was asked. I made sure that conversation, communication was there. You know, so I felt like, hmm, I did my vetting process. What happened? So. Though someone else may look at it and say, "Well, hey, you got a lot going for you," you know, and I don't, I don't neglect what I had going for me. I don't not see what I had going for me, nor do I act like it's not going for me. You know, I, I am very proud of my blessings, not to be bragging, but proud of my blessings to the standpoint of. It's favor. It's God's favor over me, and how dare I deny it? How dare I dim my light for someone else's light to shine? No, how about I keep my light shining and help you turn yours on too? I'm not going to dim my light because your light is not as bright as it want to be. You know, um, it, it's, a, of course, a famous poem um, that Nelson Mandela said, but it, it was actually, um, I want to say Mary, and I don't want to mispronounce the person. I don't want to say the wrong name. But it was a poem that, you know, would say, who are, who are we not to be? Who are we not to be those people? Who are we not to be that person to just allow our, our greatness to be there? You know, so I'm not one of those people that try to dumb myself down. Oh, it's okay. Now, I am a humble person, and I do feel like I am no different than anybody else. I just feel like I might have listened a little more to what my intuition and spirit told me. And so that's why it's easy for me to hire staff members and hire team members and work with them as if they're they're not working for me, but we're working together. Because it, it, it's enough out here for all of us, and we all have greatness in us. Okay, I diverse. Y'all know I don't went on my soapbox. So let me go back. So here I am finally at this stage where, 
I can honestly say and be truthful with myself, and I've said it on this show before, I appreciate love. I am, I'm at the point now where this business, I love it to death. I pray that it continues to thrive. I have big, 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 big dreams about it. Um, I want to see it franchise. I want to see it go for other places. I want the team and staff that I have now to, to, to pr- be promoted to levels of management and ownership and things of that sort. So I, I have a great vision for my company. I have a great vision for my business and my franchise and my branding, my personal branding. But I don't want to be that empire. I don't want to be that queen that has an empire without her king. I don't want to be that, for lack of a better vision, that old lady that made all that money and now all she got is cats. So for me, it was important to have that balance, and I talked about having it all. You know, it was important for me to have it all. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, do it mean that I can't have it all, or does it mean that having it all is being prepared for me? See, that's what I had to ask myself. So when the change in the relationship came, when the change in the finances of, you know, personal finances, when the change in in the way I was looking at my business set up and and, and just the, the way that I was doing things and the way that I was saying we can do better, when all of those things came at once, it felt like I was being buried alive felt like I was being buried alive. But you know what? You know what I learned being in my room? (laughs) You know what I got from being in my room, whether it's crying, whether it's praying, whether it's journaling, whether it's just sitting still and meditating, whether it's asking questions? I got that this, too, is for my good. And so I I say whatever you're going through, whatever situation you may be going through, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in finances, whether it's in business, whether it's family, whether it's your child, whether it's that can't get right joke of a son, whatever it may be, this too is for your good. You see, once you can digest that part, then you can get to the point of accepting change. Now, why is it important to accept change? Like, why why should we accept change? Because I realized I wasn't doing a real good job of accepting change. I was resisting. It was like, are you serious? But see, let me, let me, I spoke about the relationship. Okay, that's, that's that, you know. Let me tell you what else was changing. I had been led to change the structure of my business, one, but also my role in my business. That might sound like that's real good to a lot of y'all. Y'all might be like, oh, that's awesome. Go ahead, girl, do that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that came with other factors in making that decision to do so. But sometimes, not even sometimes, a lot of times we are led to do something. We can ignore that intuition. We can act like we don't hear it, but we are miserable when we don't follow it, follow through with it. And so for me, I need to go into more of an owner role versus hands-on behind the chair, you know, and so that was, that's a tough transition. If anyone has ever made the decision to step out of their nine-to-five, to step out of their careers, to step out of anything, that's a tough acceptance. You know, I've heard preachers say it before, like, when they were called to preach, they were fighting it. Okay, everybody ain't meant to be a preacher. I'm definitely meant to be a preacher, all right? But that same concept, except 
expecting that you are being elevated and moved to the next level, despite whether or not you feel like you're even ready, despite whether or not you feel like you look the part, despite whether or not you can even understand what the part is. Tell y'all, this has been a season for me that I literally took last month off. I did a replay because I just needed a break. I just needed some mental relief, you know, and so, yeah, I don't I don't walk around looking sad nine times out of ten. You come in my room, sometimes you might catch me in a moment. But the point is we still have to shine, even when we don't want to shine. We were created to shine. And how dare you turn your light off? How dare you not let that brightness within you burn bright? Who are you to just let your greatness go by the wayside? We see the value of life is not appreciated value by everyone. So who are you not to value your own life? So I come to you on the other side. I come to you on the other end of change, and I say, I still can't tell you all everything. I still can't give you, you know, hands or tales of everything that's going on, but I can say that this too is for my good, and if you're going through something, it's for your good too. Believe me when I say, it's for your good to all on top of the situations, y'all, on top of the business, on top of the relationship. I also had family and deaths, and oh, my goodness. But did y'all know it was my birthday on top of that? <laughs> it was just crazy. It was so crazy. You know, call us, I see you, but you're not pressing one, so I'm assuming that you just want to hear me talking. That's fine. I told y'all I miss y'all. I can, I can talk my good hour today, <laughs> you know? so. It was crazy. It was it was crazy. It was hard. It was difficult. But I am thankful for every last tear. Pain that felt crucial. I have been through a divorce. I hey, I haven't been through two divorces, but only one of them really hurt. But I've been through a divorce. You know, I have been through um, my father's disappearance. Thankfully, we have reunited. But I've been through not nor if my father was dead or alive. I've been through friends forsaking me. I've been through staff members forsaking me. I've been through just, I've been through a lot. You know, I haven't, I haven't necessarily been through as much as others, you know, thankfully. Yeah, there's certain things I just like, no, I don't know about that life. That ain't my life. But I've been through a lot, you know. And this last season, it, it's really been tough. It's really been tough, and it, it really put me in a position of a closeness to God and understanding that I was being prepared for something, or I am being prepared for something. Um, it has elevated my faith. It has allowed me to see dear, dear, dear people that's in my life. Just when I felt like, you know, there were some days where I was so alone and nobody understood and I couldn't get through it, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? It would just be someone that would just randomly come in with an act of kindness. It would just be someone that would send me a text message, hey, just wanted to tell you I was thinking about you, and you know, and, and what you, the impact that you have on people. You know, and at the, in that moment, y'all, I'm going to be true. I'm going to be honest. In that moment, it was hard to receive those things because in that moment I said, yeah, because they, really, they don't really know how I'm feeling right now. 
they don't really understand the pain that I have going on right now. But I say thank you. And, you know, I'm not going to say anybody by name because I don't want to make the mistake of leaving anyone out. I even had a surprise party. Like, no one even realized how much pain I was going through, and I had a surprise party. Can you spell love? That is that. There's so many ways to spell love, but when you spell, when you spell it with crabs and party, like you really love me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you really love me, crabs and party, yup, that's love, I got it. You know, and in those moments, those are the times that we have to do work on ourselves. So let me tell y'all some work that I did because I started some new stuff. Oh, my goodness, it's been great. So there's something called inner child. Call us. I see you coming in. I'm happy you're on the line. If you want to join in this conversation, please do. Don't just listen to me ramble. But please call it, um, join in by pressing 1. But if you don't, that's fine, too. All good. However, there has been, um, <clears throat> there has been a practice I've been doing called the inner child work. That was introduced by a dear friend of mine. Okay, let me just tell you about this dear friend. Again, I'm going I'm to leave the names out because I didn't get permission to say names. But this dear friend of mine, um, I didn't even realize how much our lives would uh, connect. <clears throat> we started off with, you know, going to the same, the same organization I would say, and then I started doing her hair, and then we would talk then and there. But this person is really, she's like me. <laughs> That's what it is. She's like me. She's transparent. She's honest. And she's every day trying to be a better person than she was yesterday. And that means a lot. And so this one person was able to tell me about the inner child work. So, okay, the inner child, what is that? Literally what it says. There is an inner child in all of us, right? So a lot of times things we go through and things we don't quite understand and situations we have, our child will give us clarity on it, meaning I call mine little Angie, and that's what I say. So little Angie, what is going on? Little Angie will tell me. Little Angie will tell me why I was resisting change. What did that relationship reflect for me? What did the disappointment of the relationship reflect for me? What was I hoping to achieve? And was it about that person or was it about what that person represented? What was I afraid of? What does success mean to little age? Does success mean that little Angie has to put herself in a box for days on end? Because that's what big Angie's doing. That's what big Angie's done. You know, so I'm always transparent with you guys. I always want to make sure that you don't see one side of the story. Because everybody's not built to be an entrepreneur. Everybody's not built to be self-employed. And there's nothing wrong with that. To that own self be true. But this is not for the faint at heart. And so if I only give you the one side of the story, then what does that mean? Now, I, I, I must say I'm not one of those people that go on Facebook and tell all that business and got to be depressed and got to say, no, you're not going to get that. or You're not going to get that from me. You're going to get whatever I want to give you directly from my mouth. But when you're looking at Facebook, that's to be, in my opinion, 
that's that's to be uplifting, you know, that's to be um, empowering. That's something that you can go back and reflect on. I don't want to go back and reflect, oh, woe is me. Oh, oh my, what I'm going to do? What I'm going to do? No love, no life. What I'm going to do? Who wants that? I'm not putting that in writing. Y'all tripping if y'all think y'all going to get that documented. No, not from over here. So let me tell y'all what you are, what you're going to get documented. I'm going to motivate you. I'm going to empower you. I'm going to share photos with you. I'm going to be selective of which photos I'm going to share with you. So it's not that Facebook is fake book for me, but Facebook is a tool that should be used to empower, in my opinion. Facebook is uh, something that, for the most part, people should be able to look at and say, okay, overall, she's pretty positive. And is that the truth? Y'all know it is. Overall, I am very positive. However, without situations of contrast, you won't know what you want. See, what you go through shows you what you don't want. And in order for me to know what I want, what I want in that next relationship, what I want my business to look like, what I want my social life to look like, what I want to look like. I need to get my butt to the gym. You know what I'm saying? I have to see the contrast. Well, for me personally, I have to see the contrast. Some people just have to reflect on the contrast. So you got to know yourself, and you got to know how to operate to the point of you can be a blessing to someone, you can be transparent to someone, but you don't have to stay where you are, and we all have seasons. We all have challenges. We do. I mean, that that's just life. And if you don't, something's wrong. Something's wrong. You know, you guys know I'm, how much I love and appreciate Donnie Glover. Um, and I'm going to speak about him a little later when I bring the second segment up. But Donnie Glover has been a blessing to me. And he said something on his show the other day. He said that he remembered hearing, you know, so he's heard it from someone else. Wisdom is nothing but healed pain. I know. Y'all need to hear that again. I get it. I'm going to say it again for you. Wisdom is nothing but, and that's not to lessen it. When I say nothing but, you can change, you can train, you know, translate those words to something different. Wisdom is healed pain. So what I went through from May 9th, so I would say uh, maybe two days ago, <laughs> you know, what I was going through, the challenges that I was feeling, the, the emotions that I was confused about, the the moments of I should just quit all of this. This is crazy. All of that was providing me with being able to boldly, freely, and happily, happily, is that a word? Happily, it's going to be a word today. Say it with me, y'all. Happily, happily, happily. <laughs> I like when I mess up words because I own that thing. But it allowed me to have wisdom. It allowed me to share wisdom. Doesn't mean that I, I'm i totally healed. Doesn't mean it. No, I still have work to do. I still got that inner child to talk to. You You can find out a lot of information about inner child online. You can find out information about inner child Um whether it's through YouTube, whether it's through books, whether it's just, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple in what it means. Still have healing to do, okay? But I now have wisdom to stand on. There's something that uh, Lisa Nichols, a mentor of mine from far, that she says is 
stand on your story. Don't 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 be your story. Don't don't live in your story, but stand on your story. So before you know, I feel like I gotta be ashamed of what I've been through. Before I feel like I gotta question what I went through. Before I feel like that, oh, nobody can see that side of me. I'm gonna tell you that side of me. Because that's who I am. And for me, you're gonna hear that side of me straight from my mouth. So the people that did know that I was locked in my room for days on end, trying to get my mind right, trying to get my life right, you ain't got nothing to say. You can't tell my story because I tell it myself. But the people that know it, I know it's people that I can trust. I know it's people that that love me dearly as much as I love them, so I don't even worry about that part. But in the future, you know, as, as I continue to be more public about who I am, as I continue to be more transparent about who I am, you know, there is an opportunity that someone else may want to tell my story. And so for me, I I make sure that I learn now at this level that I will stand on my story, not in my story. So the way that I handle that is I do the work. I allow myself to feel the pain. I allow myself to go through the pain. I do the inner child work. I do a lot of praying and meditating. I do a lot of um, affirmations. I do mirror work. So let me, mirror work, again, the same dear friend told me um, this particular style of mirror work. Mirror work is something that I've been doing for many, many years. It's, again, I'm not trying to make this complicated. I'm using simple terms. It's when you look in a mirror and you do the work. So I'm talking to me. I'm looking at me and I'm talking to me. But this particular um, information, this particular task that I've been doing in the morning is, and I believe she got, this person did get this from Lisa Nichols, so we're going to give credit with credit due when we can. Um, but I look in the mirror and I say hi to myself, first of all. <laughs> Y'all know silly. Hi, Angie. Hey, Angela, how you doing, girl? Okay, but it's usually in the morning, so I don't be that pumped out tonight. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning. And then I want to know, what is there that I want to forgive myself for today? What promises can I make to myself? And there, there are certain questions. Um, another question is, what commitment? You know, what commitment can I make to myself? Uh, there is three questions in particular that were shared with me, you know, that I've been working in that style of it. But I have a conversation with myself, and I'm sure to address myself by my name. You know, I, I am one of those people that feel like you have to do the work. We are faced with so much. We are faced with so much. Whether it's one, whether it's the news, whether you're involved, whether you're one of those people that just like to watch the news and see what see what's going on and be aware and feel like you need to be aware. I get it. There's a lot of people like that. That's fine. That's not me, but it's fine. Whether you are someone that is very ambitious, that your next goal is always as close as your finishing goal, meaning full set. It's right after I, you know, finish this goal. So it, it, for me, my goal when I first started Simple Wellness, whew, in 2008, well, it started in 2007, but in 2008, for me, Simple Wellness, I didn't, I can't say my goal started out as grand 
as it is now. It did, but it didn't. That was kind of like one day, you know, now it's a goal. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. But then it was like, oh, one day it'll be nice. You know, it was a long-term goal, right? But for me, it started out with October 23rd, 2008, I was laid off from being director of marketing. It wasn't just me. I wasn't a slacker, y'all. It was the whole marketing department, okay? Even my boss, right? And a lot of y'all heard this story before, or you may have a skydiver face and know that you can download a skydiver face for free on Simple Wellness website, baseballsw.com. Nevertheless, um, my goal was to get one client a week. Yep. One client a week. That was my goal. Now, needless to say, I surpassed that goal, right? So then I wanted one client a day. One client per day. Seven clients a week, y'all. I wasn't even looking for a day off. Needless to say, I surpassed that goal. So what was next? Oh, we got to double this up. We got to keep going. So eventually the goal became to be booked to the end of the year. Whatever month I was in, if I was in January, I needed to be booked to the end of the year. So it is January 1st, and I wanted to be booked till December. Y'all know I made that goal right. So going back to what we started talking about, accepting change. I made that goal. It got to the point where it was gravy. It was easy, easy. I'm living on easy street. Clients are booked. I'm booking them 12 months in advance. No problem. And they're asking me, can you give me the fourth Thursday of every month? Can you give me the second Tuesday of every month? I take the first Saturday of every month. But there's something inside of me. See, this is when you start have to, you have to start listening to yourself. Something inside of me was just like, hmm, this is no longer fulfilling me. This is no longer giving me that same joy and passion, and I'm starting to feel torn. So I started to pull back. I started to release some things, and I couldn't even understand why. But I knew and I know that God has a greater business plan for me. And don't get me wrong. It is nothing wrong with having the goal of clients. It is not. See, I need you guys to understand. What I'm saying is not any judgment on anyone but myself. What I'm saying is that I have to realize that in order to be moved to the next level, I have to let go and let God. I have to surrender and release. And so it felt and it feels. I keep saying it like it's past and maybe that's just telling me where I'm at and where I'm going, and I'm okay with that. But it, it feels, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to stay caring because, no, I'm going to keep it like I'm saying. Like I said, it felt, <laughs> it felt like. I have to be out of my mind. I finally got it to the point where it's steady, it's easy, I'm in demand, and here I go shaking up things again. So slowly but surely, I started giving away my clients to my team because what what's happening now is it's time to bring other people up to the level where I was as I'm elevated to the next level, right? Y'all see how this works? Do you understand? Do you understand that no man is an island? Do you understand that we can't do this on our own? When you accept change, you got to accept what comes with it. you got to accept the fact that change may come with the unknown. <laughs> Did you hear me? Change may often 
and it usually comes with the unknown. And see, that's why change can be so scary. That's why change is often resisted. That's why change is often, you know, taboo. What do you, what do you mean this is changing? What, this is not how we've been doing it. This is not what we did. What are you talking about? Are you serious? Like, you just going to switch it up on me? Well, that's how I felt with God. Like, you just going to switch it up? Really? We got, we got a good thing going here. You just going to switch it up. So let me um, continue to be transparent. I knew this. I knew this is where the direction that God was pushing me. I knew that he was taking me to another level. But I also knew that, all right, if I, if I cut back on this, how am I going to do this? That means the number's going to drop here. What am I going to do here? What's going to happen? How am I going to make it? See, all of those questions that deep breath, I ask, deep breath, but I know it will get figured out. But sometimes when we don't listen right away, God has a way of <laughs> screaming at us. I, I tell Kendall all the time, listen to the whispers and you won't have to hear me yell. Because, see, I'm not one of those people that start off yelling. You got to, I can say I can go to zero to ten easy because I'll let things build up. I know me, y'all. I know who I am. <laughs> I know I got, I know I got some, some fun stuff to work with, right? I ain't going to say issues because I'm okay with it. I got some fun stuff to work with. But I am one of those people that I can easily allow stuff to build up. Not that I won't communicate, not that I won't tolerate, but I'll take as much as I can while communicating and tolerating. Hey, look, I already told you about this. You're still doing it. Hey, look, I need you to do this. This is getting on my nerves. Hey, look, what's going on? You know, so I, 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 that's me. That's me. I have a high tolerance, but then that tolerance is just like a, it's like having a, a top on a, a boiling pot. It simmers and it bubbles and then it boils. And then that's when you're on the top. It's like, right? So, I, I, you know, I'm not one that hold things in, but I give you those warnings. But when you don't take heed to that warning, it's like, uh, I'm trying here. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right, go. Just, just go. So, that's what was happening. I, I was knowing that I needed to change some things up. I was understanding that I need to focus a little differently here. But I kept looking at it like I got I, I got bills. I got this to pay. I got this to do. I, I, how am I do this? Maybe I'll just try to do both. Okay, here we go. I'll keep all my clients. I'll keep all of them. And I'll just work on my clients. And then I'll just come home and stay up all night long and don't sleep. And I'll get it done. And I'll get it done. And who needs sleep? Who needs rest? Oh, yeah. I need rest. I need sleep. My body is tired. I'm aching. I'm standing behind this chair 12, 14 hours. And I still have 10 hours of administrative stuff to do that can't be put off any longer. Why? Why am I doing this to myself? And just when I thought I could do this, all I need is about four hours of sleep. I'm built for it. Whew, honey, I was standing behind that chair. My back would hurt. My hip would hurt. I was like, wait a minute. What is my hip hurting for? I don't have no hip injuries. What's going on? I am not old enough for hip hurting, right? I would, you know, my calves would hurt. The back of my knees would hurt. I'm like, oh, Lord. And I remember Zerka. Y'all know Zerka. And if y'all don't, y'all going to get to know her. I remember she looked at me one day and she said, wow. You know, her her expression was wow, but her words were, 
I watch you, and you look totally different when you finish your client's hair now than you did before. Hashtag, your butt is old, psych. <laughs> but, no, I got what she was saying, right? I cracked myself up. <laughs> I got what she was saying, and it was so true. It was so true. But, see, you know what happened? I was trying to stay in the race too long. I was at the finish line, y'all. But yet I kept running in place. If the finish line is in front of you, go through it. If the finish line is in front of you, go through it. Don't do what I did. Don't run in place. Don't stand there and keep running in place in front of the rope. Go through it. Go through it and trust that God will have you on the other side of that rope. Celebrate that you have graduated to the next level whatever your next level of success may be. You see, for some, if you're in the industry, their level of success may be, you know what, I want to just do my passion full-time. Someone else may be, hey, I want to go back and advance to senior cosmetology. You know, there's different, you have different goals and you have different success, different, different targets. But, Take the time to find out what your target is and take the time to trust that you don't have to have all the details. You don't have to have every play-by-play step because I'm telling you all, I don't have every play-by-play step, not at all. But what I do have is the desire to play this thing full out. What I do have is the desire to walk into my to walk into my purpose and my passion and to know that I am doing what I am built, created, and expected to do. So I know I kind of went on a, a tangent. Some may say I was preaching today. Some may feel like, oh, she's just talking and rambling. I told y'all I missed y'all. <laughs> I did. I took a month off and I missed y'all, you know, but we really have to grow to the point where we accept change. We really have to grow to the point where the unknown is celebrated. And we have to grow to the point where we know the difference between letting go and giving up. It is going to be an opportunity in many, many arenas of your life where you're going to have to let go and let God. It is going to be an opportunity. And let me let me just say for my um, two hosts that will be coming in soon, I'm going to give you an introduction, so I'm going to bring you in. So stay right where you are. Stay right where you are. There's no need to relocate. There's no need to do anything different. Stay right where you are, and you'll know when it's time. Okay? So I want to just make sure you, you ladies know that. Um, but reflect on Reflect on you. Take the time to reflect on you. Take the time to be a better person for you. Address your fears. It's okay to be fearful. It's okay to question how you're going to do something. It's okay to say, Lord, I just don't know. I just don't know. And I'm scared. And not knowing is scary. But what I do know is, no way that you brought me this far to leave me now. What I do know is this, too, is for my good. So address your fears. Address from head on. I'm scared as I don't know what that I won't be able to do, blah, blah, blah. 
I'm scared as I don't know what to be in love yet again because heartbreak hurts like hell. Mommy, if you're listening, all right, that's just the word that came to me. <laughs> Y'all know I'm still the baby of the family. I, I just I got to respect my mommy, okay? But it's okay to say these things. But what's not okay is to get paralyzed by these things. And so I plead to you, don't miss your blessing because you're in your own way. Don't miss your blessing because you just don't know how to do something. The how will come. Know the what, know the why. You might even not know the what. Know the why. Know your why. Identify your why and trust that the how will come. The how will come. Okay? Don't resist. It's okay. All right. So a lot of changes coming for me. I want to kind of make sure I tell you guys what's going on. So as I said, I'm stepping away from being behind the chair as much. I am still a hair loss specialist. I will still be doing that. Um, I still have a a core group of clients. Um, So, yeah, that's what's going on. But I am elevating my team so that when you come to Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa, you're not looking for Angela, you're not looking for Zerika, you're not looking for Sheila, you're not looking for Latasha. You are looking for a representative of Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa. My goal is to get everyone on the same level that you don't have to come in and feel threatened that you are not getting one person in particular. Okay, so that's with the hair team, and that's with all departments at the spa. So my goal is to be more of an owner, more of a supporter to my team, to elevate them to the next level, to push them to their next level of greatness, and to get out of the way of the purpose of empowering people that God has for me. Um, I also started a brand, Transparent Beauty. The website, ha, 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 ha. I finished yet. I told y'all I was going through a season. I had a lot going on, so things got delayed. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay? So give me about a week or two more, but the website um, is transparentbeauty.us. The homepage has been completed, um, though I don't have it up and running yet, but it, it's just a, a matter of me co- uh, collecting a few more things and turning it into my IT team, who, by the way, called me today. I have the best IT team. IT team ever because they know that we haven't heard from you what's going on. So transparentbeauty.us is the website that is coming down the pipe, transparentbeauty.us. And what is that going to look like? Well, my mission is to empower and to enhance beauty both inside and out. Transparent Beauty is going to tie everything that I'm doing together, whether it's this radio show, whether it's the other radio shows, whether it's the um, – the day spa, whether it's public speaking, whether it's uh, the teaching classes that I do, whether it's coaching and mentoring. Yeah, I'm still saying it because there's how many things that I do, and I give thanks to God that I have the ability to do all of them. Um, and, and so all of those things will be under one website now that will connect you. And so Angela Beard Hardy is now being branded as the beauty enhancer with all of those things under her. What does that mean? That means I am dedicating more time to others because I realized that no longer is this about me. No longer is this just about Angela wanting to be successful. This is about all of those lives that I am able to touch with a comb, with uh, my words, with my experiences, my wisdom, um, whatever it may be. This is, a now, this is now about others. Um, and so I, I humbly and gladly submit and surrender myself to what God has in store for me 
Um, and, and it's scary, you know, because I, I went from having a steady clientele to getting rid of clients and, and elevating myself to a level that there is not a lot of income <laughs> coming in for it yet. Um, there's also under Transparent Beauty products. If you haven't already heard about my products, you got to check them out. Y'all y'all have been telling me for years I smell good. Y'all have been asking me for a while, what do you have more? And I could say it was a little something that I made. It is now available. Um, until Transparent Beauty is up and running, call me directly at 443-622-5026. Call me directly at 443-622-5026. But there's body moisture, there's uh, hair oil, there is uh, face wash, there's um, there's a lot of stuff. So I don't want to – I want to be respectful and keep intact at the time. It's three minutes to our brand new Another change, total empowerment is now bringing you more. You don't just have to hear me go on my rampage. You don't just have to hear me tell you all my business. You don't just have to hear me saying let go and let God. You now get the chance to hear it in other ways from other people. So, yes, let me tell you how this looks. Yes, 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 yes. Total empowerment is under the umbrella of the Family Healing Circle. Don't get it twisted. Family Healing Circle is the umbrella, is the headliner of this. But I have been led to do something a little bit different than what the other groups under Family Healing Circle is doing, okay? Y'all know I'm, I'm, a, um, I'm just me. I'm a pioneer. I do things my way with integrity and respect, but I do it my way. So, I figured with all that I had going on, I've been invited to be on another talk show. Um, I've been invited to be, well, you know I'm on the regular talk show on Tuesdays. With all I have going on, this can be a blessing to someone else. Ding, 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 ding. A lot of someone else's. Ding, 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 just like Donnie did for me. See, Y'all don't understand, Donnie Glover. Y'all might look at him, and I know I got two minutes before this segment starts. We want to take a commercial break before it starts. But y'all might look at Donnie Glover and say, that man, that little man with that big mouth, and this and that. But y'all don't know the blessing that man has been to me. Yes, he is part of my marketing and advertising budget. For y'all that was wondering, is she, what is she doing to get on the radio? Okay, that's part of marketing and advertising. That's what businesses do. Businesses help other businesses by promoting and supporting other businesses, by patronizing, right? So even still, he has a platform. He has a stage that he has had for 17 years. And thanks be to God, he has allowed me to sit across him as a co-host, a producer, or whatever you want to call it, just a head nod some days. For two years, since April of 2014. So by the grace of God, he had allowed me to come on his show April 2014, and I have not left. I have not left two years and three months later. I am still on the show where I start the show some days. I am able to say a lot more than just simple wellness. Finally, it's all about you some days. And so I know the blessing that he's done for me, and now I want to share that blessing with others. So let's say these two things. When I come back on the other end of this commercial, we will be bringing in, introducing, starting a new lineup, telling you about who they are. I'm going to back off and let them be host, y'all. This is not a co-host. This is not me. They are not co-hosts. 
They are hosts. This is their show. It is called Goddess Link Up. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. And if you are interested in having your own show under total empowerment, you feel like you have the voice to empower and uplift people, then you need to call me at 443-622-5026. Again, 443-622-5026. See, we're going we're gonna to work together to change lives. You hear me? We are going to work together to change lives. It's going to start with Goddess Link Up coming up next. So I'm going to go to a commercial. I'm so excited. I'm going to give these ladies the proper introduction, excuse me, the proper introduction on the other side. And then I'm going to, hey, I'm done. This show is now still under total empowerment, empowerment, but it's transparent beauty. So you see where I'm going? Transparent beauty. So the first segment you just heard was of transparent beauty. And up next after this commercial is Goddess Link Up. <laughs> Get ready, y'all. These sisters are bad. Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa, located at 519 North Charles Street in the historic area of Mount Vernon, Baltimore. We are your one-stop holistic beauty and pampering center, offering hair, nails, massage, skin care, a hair loss clinic located in a private area, and other beauty enhancement services. Call to schedule an appointment today, 410-483-9355. We are open seven days a week and offer a variety of savings specials. Come in today to try one of our signature packages, such as a one-hour massage, a spa manicure, and pedicure, or 120-minute detox package. Packages start as low as $120. Call 410-483-9355 to book your appointment. Our website is dayspasw.com. We look forward to servicing you at Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa. Y'all know that Simple Wellness. Y'all, Simple Wellness is the bomb.com. Whether you come in for your hair, nails, massage, skincare, detox, or a private hair loss credit, we're the bomb.com. You know, I told y'all, I don't do my life. I teach my horn. I teach yours too, but I teach my horn, okay? <laughs> All right, so enough about me. Enough about Simple Wellness, unless these ladies want to mention it. But I want to tell you about this awesome team before I bring them in. I'm only going to take two minutes of their airtime. Two minutes. But Goddess Link Up. First of all, do y'all hear that name? Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. <laughs> Goddess Link Up. The host or hostesses with the mostesses would be Zerica Anderson and Sheila Lopez, in no specific order, of course. These two ladies are awesome. These two ladies are dynamic. And I hope, I hope, I didn't get permission to say this, but I hope these two ladies continue to be transparent for you all. I hope that one day you hear their story and how, (laughs) girl, they did not get along, but they love each other, right? (laughs) They love each other now. 
But the name Goddess Link Up from these two ladies is so much deeper than just two sisters that decided to do something together. It speaks about sisters who had to decide to work through something together so they can work together. It speaks about two sisters that may not be where they want to be, but they sure ain't where they was. It speaks about two sisters that not only link up, but they team up. So when I tell you this means more to me than just passing the torch, this means so much more to me because this is going to elevate these two and on levels that they don't even know, levels that they don't even realize. They don't realize that they're being set up for a setup, right? Okay, so I'm really excited, and I don't want to take up their time, and I'm just going to bring them on. I'm going to do one last screen, so if it hurts your ears, move the phone. I warned you this time. I didn't warn you last time, but I am happy and pleased to introduce the second segment of Total Empowerment, Goddess, Link Up, Verica Anderson, and Sheila Lopez now has their own show. This is your stage. This is your stage. I love you, ladies. I am going to hit mute right now because I know I can talk and I know I can go. I love you. Have a great show. We love this you, is your too. Show, baby. Love you. Yes, we love you. Love you, oh too. My now, gosh. that is How an introduction. That? Wow. Oh, my. That was you awesome. Know you know, I'm hyped wonderful. right now. <laughs> I think I am too. Like Sheila, I'm hyped. Just link up. Like yo, how long have we been talking about this? I don't even think, like we even appreciate it to its fullest right now. Like this is about to just be. It's crazy. The bomb. It's about to like, be. It's, it's the so bomb. Oh yo, my she so like, just played the mom ideas. role on us though. Like, did she, she really not... did the mom role. She, she put us out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And for those listening, I don't even think y'all know the nickname that she has. It's Mama Bear. Okay, because she, sure she has given us so much. You would think that she was just this typical, you know, spa owner or, you know, a typical boss. But, no, we're not even just, like, employees. We're, like, her babies. And, like, she just the nurturing. Come, and then uh, I could be become. You, I don't even look. We could even have a whole show about that, but I know, you know uh, it's just going to be so awesome. I think we have a hot show tonight. What you think? Yeah, yeah, it's going yeah. down. I, yeah, I, I think we do. I don't think they're I think ready. Have, I don't think they're ready either. Because like the topic for tonight, first of all, Sheila's going to introduce the topic, but first, I'm gonna speak for something. Angela said first, we did not like each other, did we? we fought each other a lot of times in our heads. <laughs> and we put Angela in the middle so much. But you know right. what she did? You're going to figure it out. You're going to warm it up. And you're going to handle your business. I think we got the hang of it. I think I, think I can look yeah, at it. Yeah, we put now. on our big girl panties and we work through it. So. That just shows so. how much growth as a woman to be able to say, look, we have differences, but let's put that aside and be adults. I and look so at us too. now. I can't, I still can't stand you a little bit, but 
She girls are on my nerves today. <laughs> I can just tell you that. <laughs> so go ahead. Tell you us know? about yourself, lady. I, for those who don't know who are tuning in, one, I am Zerika Anderson. Uh, I want to say extraordinaire because that's how I'm feeling right now. Zerika Anderson, extraordinaire. You know, I think I am a beautiful, wonderful, talented goddess, you know, because I think that that's how we should all feel about ourselves, which is, you know, kind of how we came up with this name of goddess linked up. Let's get together. Let's talk together. Let's be real together. But I am a cosmetologist. And I am the spa manager at Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa. And I will always uh, leave you with the information on how to contact me. I am a mother. I am a woman. I am a sister, a daughter, a friend. I think I wear a lot of titles, and I think I do pretty good at carrying those. But tonight I am your one of your hosts for Goddess Leans Up. And I'm excited. So let's get Sheila to tell us who she is so we can get into this topic. Well, hello, 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 my beautiful people again. So, as she was saying, Goddess Link Up, we did not like each other before, <laughs> but now we are inseparable. Um, a little bit about myself. I'm also a um, natural hairstylist at the beautiful Simple Wellness Hair and Baseball. <clears throat> also event hostess of, you know, vision board parties and things like that. Now working with a nonprofit organization, LRRC, and Lansdowne, which I'll talk about more a little bit later. A little bit about me. I'm new here. I'm from Florida, Dominican Spice, as she said. La Reina, as I would like to call myself, the queen, la diosa, the goddess. And, um, yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of beautiful things. This show will be focused more on the empowerment of goddesses, of women, of all races and of all spectrums, of all calibers. But tonight we will be talking about um, media, media stereotypes of successful women. And we'll also be touching base on a couple of things that have happened in the last couple of days that have been weighing heavy on my heart. So let's get this um, little party started. And to begin with, what, what's the stereotype you think is most common about a successful woman out there right now? The most common that you can only be successful in one area of your life, which I think is total bullcrap. You know, I don't understand it. I think it's the most, it's the most limiting. If if someone is successful, and there are many views on what makes you successful, but to me, successful is no matter what your career is you are hitting levels of achievement that you desire or that you haven't even noticed that you could accomplish. You have hit those levels. You attain those levels. You encompass individuality, creativity. You inspire. You uplift. And then you do a daggone good job of what you do, success. And no matter what it is, whether you're successful in a career, whether you're successful in being a wife, a mother, no matter what it is, I think the the worst stereotype is that you can only be successful at one thing. It, it feels very limiting, you know, and I think that's the worst stereotype for me. I feel like I shouldn't have to limit myself to just one. Why can't I be a great cosmetologist? I mean, good. And why do I have to be a bad mother? Because I'm so great at it. Why can't I be a, a great woman? 
if I'm a great wife? You know, why can't I be a great, you know, sister but a, and a great daughter at the same time? You know, why can't I do be successful at every level of my life? Why can't I? Why do I have to fail at something? And that, to me, is a terrible stereotype, you know, I'll, if you understand what I'm saying. I do. I feel where you're coming from. Um, one of the stereotypes that I've heard a lot and with speaking with people about um, this topic <clears throat> is that a successful woman is deemed to be either single or lonely. Like she oh. is incapable of being with a strong, successful man. That's one that grinds my gears. <laughs> like how I can understand that one. <laughs> Why can't a strong queen, a goddess, be successful in multiple things? They say that a millionaire has seven avenues of income and whatnot. So for people to say one that oh she can only be good at one thing. And then to also say if she is good at something or multiple things, that she can't have love, that she can't be a nurturer and loving and that romantic if she is a successful woman. So that's one that I've noticed quite a lot. And that's you very know, common. That, that's crazy to me because I feel like – in order to be successful in your life, you're, you, you have to have learned something that has, has guided you to that point. If you're a woman who's in a really good, successful spot of her, her career, you've learned how to play the game. You've ha- learned how to overcome adversity. You've learned how to look 10 steps ahead. You've learned how to gain more knowledge to get you to the steps that you want to be. If you are a successful wife, that means you've learned to listen to your husband. You've learned to walk in a path of, as some would say, righteousness to lead you down, you know, so that you're not being a wayward woman, that you're treating yourself with respect. If you're being a successful mother, that means your children are doing good and you're raising them the way they should be and you're protecting them. So if my mind is good enough in one area of my life, to be successful, why why should I fail at the other ones? Why is my mind not good enough to you know, to succeed in anything else? And I think it's a terrible assumption, considering that, believe it or not, based upon, you know, when I've done, like, my research on what people really think of women, women are the best consumers in the world. Women control most of the money in their household, whether they're single or in a relationship. Well, of course, if they're single, but if they're in a relationship. Women make all of the decisions. When a, when a couple walks into a store, their salesmen position themselves to kind of talk to the woman first because most men won't buy anything without a woman. I when a woman goes to school, they quiz her and they ask her certain questions just to see how smart she is. Has she really been reading? Has she really been studying? So if we we have all of this power and we're so successful, why doubt us? Why you wanna know why? I think they're scared of us. They're scared. That's the only way to to understand, you know, because they want women who are strong. They want women who are successful in any aspect. It doesn't have to be romantically. People just want to see women successful, but they don't want to see us 
being too strong. They don't want us feeling too liberated. They don't want us feeling like, oh, we deserve this. But you it's cannot do like that. Our position. We need to stay in our place, stay in our lane type of deal. Which, sorry for that. Right. I have a highway, <laughs> and I go in both directions, and I got yeah, three I lanes on each side, and I don't turn on my blinker. That's how okay. I, do. I don't have. <laughs> I create my little brick road. I create my little brick road as I go. Exactly. <laughs> if I decide that I want to go left, that that's where I'm gonna build that road, and I'm gonna go that way. And you know, if you it's know, a problem for you, then I hope you get out of the way because I'm gonna keep on building and I'm gonna keep on moving forward because I'm gonna stay keep focused. On moving forward. It doesn't exactly. make sense to me that I can't be successful and still be a strong, loving woman, still be sexy, still be vulnerable. I don't, it, that doesn't yeah. com- compute to me. It doesn't click. Because I'm like, there's many yeah. different yeah. avenues of love and different levels of love, especially when it comes to relationships and when it comes to careers and, which, and the love you have for yourself. Because the love you have for yourself will determine the move that you make in your life. If you don't love yourself, mm, you're not going to really build too much on the road. You might put a block down and be like, eh, I'll get to that next week. I'll put another block next week. But if you really love yourself, you're going to put in that work. You're going to yeah. put in love into yourself. So Sadima's not lovable because you're successful. Because I'm, I'm a successful woman. I may not be at the success I see for myself, but I'm on my way there. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to have that love. And I'm going to have that whole package, my multiple avenues of income, residual income. Shoot, I'm going to get to the point where I'm going to just be asleep and I'm going to just hear dings. And them dings is going to be my account. <laughs> being yes, I definitely say, you know, <laughs> being successful to me, you know, personally, it's not something I, I, I kind of think I reached it before knowing. I don't think I ever, for me, I, I never knew. Successful to me as a kid was a doctor, a lawyer. You know, that's, that's, that's as a kid. I saw a high-paying job with respect, and to me that gave you respect in the community. That was the only way, for some reason, those two jobs that I was going, you was either going to become a lawyer to be a judge or you was going to become a doctor and own your own clinic and it gave you respect. But as I was as I became a woman, as you know, you're going from being a young person to becoming an adult, you start to learn life lessons that are leading you down your path. And my path led me to one, a long-term relationship that didn't end well. And, but out of it, I became a mother and out of it, I also got my passion to go to school to become a cosmetologist. Just I happen to want to become a cosmetologist because I love doing it. I didn't even understand the length that it could take me to when I signed up, but I did it. And as I did it, those footsteps were taking me to becoming successful in the way that I am now and leading me down the path to, you know, as I always say, I'm starting to build my empire. And mm-hmm. when I became a mother, I started to take those steps towards, you know, raising my daughter to nurture her spirit and nurture her soul and the person she's becoming. I feel like I'm becoming more successful at that. But the aspect where I started to falter was, you know, 
I'm successful with these two, and they take up all my time, and I can't do this for myself, and I can't go out because I'm going to have to go to sleep early because I have clients in the morning, and my daughter has to get to this place, and then after she's done with that place, i got to get her over to, you know, like she's in dance, and you know she loves to act, and you know she loves to go this place, and she always got a play date. So let me get her to all those places. All right, and then hurry up and get us home. Let's eat some dinner. Let's go to bed so I can get up and do it all over again. I was becoming successful at doing everything professional and everything as a mother. But then I realized is that I wasn't really successful at being a woman. And as I started to realize mm-hmm. it, I started to feel lonely. Like I love myself, but I didn't feel successful at being the woman. And as I started to get out there, I realized that in talking to, you know, uh, talking to men is that you you kind of give your resume. You, you tell them who you are. But I didn't want to just say I was just a mother and I was just a cosmetologist. I wanted to be able to say I love traveling. I love having fun. I want to be successful in this area of my life, too. I want to be successful at giving back to my community. I shouldn't be so wound up in the money part of it that I forget to have success at being fun. And I think that that's something that I have to realize. In order to be truly powerful within yourself, you need to make sure you're complete all around. You need to make sure that when you speak of yourself and when you speak up and when you're telling people about yourself, and when you're giving, as I call it, your resume, your power is exuding in every area of your life. It might not all be perfect, but people see and you see just how powerful you are at anything you touch and anything you do. And I'm that, to confused. me, defines power for myself. That's like this thing I read while I was doing some research um, about this NBC News reporter um, about this stereotype, the idea that a woman can only be successful because some she somehow engineered her rise, that she could not rise simply because she was too good to be denied. And that stuck with me because I'm like, <laughs> that stuck with me in a way that I'm like, that that's how I feel. I won't be denied. You may have this conception that, a woman can only be this, but that's not what I believe. That's not what I see. So that stuck with me, and I thought that I would say that because kind of true. I'm not going to be denied. I'm going to keep pushing. I will be successful in different aspects of my life. Another um, stereotype is that a woman can either be too masculine if she's successful, like most successful women are masculine, mm. or conniving. <laughs> I don't think I'm conniving. I don't think I'm too mad. I love it. I, I, I like somebody else to take the lead. I don't need to be all the time. What I need to be mad for? I'm a woman. I still got my femininity. I think I, I got that part covered. I think you got that part covered because, girl, we be in there. We be all lightweight, need the head dead. My eyebrows, you know, you you want to, you still want to feel pretty. Oh, that dress, you know, you want to feel like a woman, like, mm-hmm. you know, what what is this idea? Because I'm, I'm strong, I I can't I can't feel beautiful. I think that's a load of bull. What you think? It is a load, a huge load. I mean, not only for us as women is it tough, but it's even harder for us because we're black women. <laughs> so the stereotypes go out 
through the roof for a black woman trying to be successful. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? You know, right now, being successful whew, as a black woman right now, let's let's get away from the success part of it, like the money-making, the power of it, and the responsibility mm-hmm. part of it. Let's get to that part, the responsibility. I am feeling such a responsibility to somehow reconnect with the community. You know, I've done um, a, a program through uh, Back to Basics. I have a organization, Band, Band of Brothers, whereas I feel like we need to get young men back to recognize the power that they have. And I feel yeah. like as a woman, in every area of my life, I feel like I have learned some type of lesson to impart on to somebody who is younger than me. But I knew that as a successful woman, I needed to find more successful men as well to help me speak out, to teach, you know, the responsibility of what that success is, you know, the responsibility of having that success, teaching them, you know, how to speak, how to act, how to present themselves. You know, it's 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 like in 2016, like you have all of this success, but you still have to explain to someone what to do with their clothing. You still have to explain to someone how to speak out of their mouth. You have all of this success, but you still have to teach people how to present themselves to members of the community. And to me, what is the point of having my success if I'm not going to teach it to someone else, if I'm not going to give it back? What's the point of calling myself a queen? What's the point of calling ourselves kings and and goddesses and saying that, you know, we're all about our community and saying that we're successful if we're not giving anything back, if we're not standing up for the rights that we do tell our children that they have, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like it makes me angry because you say that, you know, I'm a great woman and I take care of mine, but truthfully this community is ours. And if you can't take what you've learned and give it back, then you don't have a right to ever say anything to any person walking down the street. You know, use your power for good. And as a black woman, I think that that is important. I mean, I feel as part is everyone's purpose, but I feel it's definitely a woman's purpose to uplift and empower the next woman. I mean, we give birth to all of these generations, you know, and we need to empower each other so we can empower these young women, these young men to be successful. And there's a lot of things that tie in. There's a lot of stereotypes. A lot of things I think are a load a lot of things that could be true as you can look at some women that are in power and some of them could be tough, but then you see other women that, you know, love and own multiple businesses and are great at it. Angela be a perfect example. <laughs> she is a successful <laughs> black woman, but she's also, she's not the type of woman that is only, being successful, she's trying to create other successful people. So she doesn't want followers. She wants leader, leaders. 
she's trying to create leaders. And that's, that's how this is working with us. Look at us now. We co-hosted for her one day to take over her show when she won that award. And look at us now a few months later having our own show. We spoke into existence what we wanted. And we got this girl. Girl. So if you could speak some more stuff into existence. I'm sorry. I see that there are callers online, and if you want to uh, speak up or if you want to give your input, oh, um, yes. just press one so that way we can, you know, get you in so we can hear what you have to say as well. Uh, but, Sheila, tell me what you – what do you wish would be spoken into existence or, you know, brought to fruition within the community with with anything? Mm, that's a good question. A lot of um, one of the things that I would like to speak into existence would be less killings. For one, I mean, I don't know. In the last couple of days, a lot of things have happened. The last few years, for hundreds of years, I mean, things have been going on. But that's one thing I would like to see right now, today, and age in the community, is the killings to stop for our young men and women to stop being murdered in these streets together, for us to uplift the community, I mean, from keeping it clean, coming together, picking up the trash that you threw down there (laughs) on the ground, keeping it clean, looking out for your neighbor. I mean, it's crazy to me when somebody says that, I've been living here for 10 years, and I don't know my neighbor. I don't know who lives next door. What? Are you kidding me? I'm Dominican. And if you go to Dominican Republic, you're going to know your neighbor. Why? Because there may be a day you ain't got no sugar, and you're trying to make your bowl of cereal or that nice hot cup of coffee. You'll be able to go next door to that neighbor and be like, hey, neighbor, <laughs> let me get a cup of sugar, please. <laughs> like, Or if something happens to you, you can call out to them and know. They'll come over and help you out. Like, it's crazy to me. So that's another thing, for people to come together people to put that pride aside and come together to main things that I would like to speak into existence, that I am speaking into existence right now for the community. Just to see our next generation actually live to be our next generation <laughs> and for us to come together, not only Blacks, but just Right. Wondering maybe like how we're you know why how does that fit into like our media media stereotyping and you know as women but the media doesn't always portray us right no matter who we are and mm-hmm. you know we see ourselves as successful women and we see ourselves you know we know how to handle our success we know how to to improve upon it, you know, financially or from a business standpoint or from a personal standpoint. But as I was saying before, how do we improve upon our success as a community? Because we can't have a black Wall Street if all of us are being turned down or if it's being portrayed that we don't care about each other because that's Mm -hmm. exactly how the media portrays us, as if, you know, every single one of us has no brains or has or the ones, the few who become billionaires are the exception um, and not the rule, as if 
the women who are always just on welfare or we're always screaming down at someone or especially as a black woman that we've been portrayed as drama. I mean, mm-hmm. drama, I mean, just pure hatred for each other. And I think that stereotype, you know, I know everyone calls it their guilty TV time or their ratchet TV time. But to me personally, and I know a lot of people disagree with me, but reality TV does nothing for a successful woman's image. Mm-mm. It does nothing to build us up. It does nothing to speak to peace. It does nothing to tell us that this is what we should be attaining. And what it tells us is once you reach a certain level in life, and most of them are black women on these television mm-hmm. shows, it tells us that once you get to that money, you won't ever ever be allowed into the big boys club because you'll never get your act together. It shows me mm-hmm. that, you know, what's the point of teaching children peace when all they have to do is make a couple millions or have a baby by somebody who'll give them a couple million and then go about their married business drinking all day long and causing fights. It doesn't speak to once, you know, you become successful, find you five little young women who you can ask them what are their dreams and hopes. Let me show you how you become successful. It doesn't show us that we do have teachers out here who are picking students up from home to take them to school. That's real success. Well, it doesn't show that we have firemen out here and police officers, because um, there, there are some good ones, and it doesn't show that we have doctors out here, and it doesn't show that we have, you know, local business owners and farmers and people from our community who are women who are uplifting someone. That's not what we're being showed in the media. At all, we're being showed that we're belligerent. We're being mm-hmm. showed that we have no respect, Ignorant, loud, and that we're sloppy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that's how our our media stereotypes ties into even what's going on in today. We watch a woman cry as her, you know, as her boyfriend died next to her. Sadly, that is the, the life of a seat. lot of women in our community. But how do we go and find those women and teach them how to be successful with us, how to uplift them to even if they wanted to not even just change their lifestyle, but how to improve their station in life of and to be successful at whatever task they want to be in. So we see all this hurt and we see all this pain, but it's being portrayed to us. This is what we see. This is our visual of who we are. That's not successful. You know, turn off the TV and go talk to somebody and then learn what true success is, what true hard work is, what a good mother is. You know, and I just, I don't think we're given enough credit that success is truly ours and that we can all be successful. You know, ever watch the news and they'll tell you, Oh, 10 people died in a fire tonight. But in other news, here comes the world fair. Like, how do you stereotype someone negatively and and you put them down and then five seconds later want to tell everyone else something happened and it never gives you any time to digest. It doesn't give you right. any time to absorb. So you don't even get a chance to process how do you change something because it's all just being flashed before your eyes or you're reading it in the paper. That's or they're just why focusing on their criminal history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So I, I just, I think as, as women, you know, I think it's, I, I think in order to change it, we have to all first see that something needs to be changed. You know, you can't say that, oh, this needs to change and only five agree. You need to all come together to find different ways to to help each other. You know, there's somebody out there right now who can't, who don't know how to apply for a bank account, you know, who can't, who don't know how to check their credit score or who don't know how to sign their child up for school or who don't know how to cook a meal, you know, but there's there's another ten out there who do, but everybody's still worried about teach. themselves. So how do you call yourself successful? You know, I kind of wonder. I kind of wonder. All right, callers. So if you guys want to press one, if you'd like to come in, just let us know, and we can always, always don't just, be shy. Know. Yeah, I don't be some shy. Shyness. Don't be shy. <laughs> <laughs> I see somebody's number ending in three nine nine one. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hello. Let's see. Mic check. One two one two. Hello, caller, and then three nine nine one. Yes, hi. How are you doing tonight? Hey, caller. I'm just great. Um, Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? My name is Cindy. And uh, hey, I actually out today. <laughs> yeah, girl, she was with us today. Thanks for tuning in. Nice. Yeah. I, I I came in, in a little late, so... Um, I didn't hear the whole show from the beginning. Uh, this is my first time being on the radio, so I'm a little nervous. But <laughs> oh, it's all good. <laughs> the conversation is um, icy. It's, it's good. And, Thank um, you. I just wanted to make a uh, a comment because um, actually I'm at work. And um, yeah. while I'm working, I'm thinking... Uh, you know, my experience today in the hair salon. Mm-hmm. And it's just wonderful to see my 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 sisters, my black sisters, and I put emphasis on that because I think we should lift our, our black entrepreneur women. Yeah. I think we should lift them up. I agree. And we should know that we appreciate them. We appreciate what they do for the community. And we just appreciate their success. And it's funny because I just, you know, looked at my text and I was invited to listen. And you're kind of talking what I'm thinking. And, you know, it's just too many of us, we don't, we don't stick together. And, you know, us as as women, we need to lift 
we do need to lift each other up. We need to encourage one another. We need to love one another. True. Yes. So true. How do you think we do? Like, how do I? Yes, in your opinion, how do you think we go about learning to uplift each other? Because it is true, you know, we need to learn how to not keep everything for ourselves and how to learn that for every person we lift up, they can lift up another to the point where we will be unbreakable. How do we do that? I think, first of all, we have to stop being so selfish. We tend to just worry about me, myself, and I. If we could get past... That's very true. If we could just get past worrying about so much of my need and and start looking at the needs of others, it would be a better community. It would be a better world. We would have more love. We would, our families would be stronger. So I, I think that's the first thing. If we could just do that and we might have more unity within our communities, within our families, you know, within our businesses. I was thinking today, I, you know, I said, wow, it, it was so awesome to come into, you know, a salon that is successful by a black woman. And I thought to myself, and this is not to discourage anyone or any other culture, but I need to patronize my my black sister's business instead of running to, you know, other cultural businesses. And that's not to put anyone down. It's It's not to put any other cultural race down. If you want to know something, Miss Cindy, we got to stop saying that. You know, nobody else apologizes for uplifting their community. But what we Very say true. is, I gotta visit mine. Not to put down anybody else, but I gotta visit mine. Just say I want to visit mine. No, no explanation needed. No apology needed. You just Unapologetic. <laughs> I think that is so true. Because we can still support each other. Okay. We well, so we tend, but we tend not to. We we tend not to to do that. That's true because our pride is in our way. It's all about competition. Everybody looks at it as a competition. I need to be better than you. Why can't we be better together? (laughs) You know, because you might know something that I don't know, so I can learn from you. I'm going to know something you don't know, so you can learn from me. But we tend to just say, well, I know what I know, and you don't know it, so oh, well, I'm going to do my thing and be better than you. Yeah. And that's our so problem have, too with ego. Yeah, got to stick together. You know, sometimes it got to be so good that no matter what's being shown about us, says that we know how strong we are when we link up together. We know just how strong we are when I I should be I actually kind of can. If someone tells me a service that they need, I can almost. If I don't know the person, I have enough people in my call list that I can call to say, hey, I need a brother or a sister who has a business that handles X, Y, Z. We should be so strong and so successful at what we do and unafraid of uplifting each other. 
that no matter what we need, all we got to do is ask, and one of us should know someone who has it, and we should stop saying, oh, their prices are too high, or, oh, my gosh, they're only out there, or, oh, they're bougie because they're going to come up. No. Go out there and support the one who, if it was turned around, would be supporting you. Mm-hmm. The one who looks like you, the one who has more similar, you know, trials and tribulations that you, because how can you be yourself successful and say that you've really overcome or that you know that, you know, I'm just so great if you can't support another person going through the same steps you went through? Business idea might not be exactly the same, but the motivation and the struggle and the buildup is. Perfect example. Me and you not liking each other at first, not getting along. Mm -hmm. But our forces were much stronger together than us being prideful because we both were. Because none of us would, neither one of us would take the time to be like, you know what? I know, you know, my bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I was being X, Y, Z, and you just made me feel some kind of way, and you know, mm-hmm. I just was acting, acting out. But yep. perfect example, like I'm saying, look at us now. We decided to put our pride aside. We decided to look at the future. Exactly. What could come of the good of the relationship between us? Up, us uplifting us, us helping us grow. Exactly. And has been more exactly. successful through love, through empowerment, through upliftment than it has been through us not liking each other. As a matter of fact, I don't even feel like, yeah, we still had our clients and business was flowing, but I don't feel like it was the same than with all that negativity that was between us mm-hmm. in our home at the spa. And now it's more lively. It's more vibrant. It's it's coming like this, like clockwork. So right. that, that's a perfect. We were so excited for today. We were like, hey, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. We got so much to say. Hey. You was like, are you ready? You're ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> like, if y'all knew the text messages all the way up to 8.02 p.m. this evening. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's an excitement mm. That joy of coming together, you know, you know, I, I don't know all of all of your business plans you got going on. You don't know mine. You know, we don't know all Angels. We don't know all of everyone who we work around. But we know that we all have a plan to be successful, to be, you know, on top of the world. So why not help each other? Why mm-hmm. not get around and talk to each other and say, hey, you got this idea. Well, let me talk to you about that. You know, like, why not embrace it all and show the love, you know? Let's show them, you know, and it starts one small group at a time, but why not show them just how great we can all be if we stand together and do things together and just be a strong force? It has to start with one. Most people will say, well, they're not going to do it anyway and all this other stuff, but all it takes is for one person to make the decision to say, I'm going to be that change that I speak about. I'm going to empower myself to be that change. And once I've gotten to a level where I feel I'm strong enough, I'm going to empower the next person and the next person and the next person, and that should be the idea. 
whether it's in business, whether it's in family. Mm-hmm. It's all about Jill, are growth. Am I what? Are you enjoying this? Am I enjoying this? Yes. Are you enjoying our conversation? Of course I am. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't drop the mic yet. If I had dropped it, dropped the mic, you would be talking to yourself right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you would have just heard a doo doo. The drop, the drop another bite. Like right. girl, bye. <laughs> I'll catch you next quarter. You, you know, like, hey, um, all that scratching the scalp, scratching the new growth, like, uh, woo, looking at you like, girl, be your head itch, you trying to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight is, I'm loving the conversation, I've learned a lot thus far from you and our caller, from our caller, I mean, that was amazing for somebody who came and experienced us in our successfulness. And mind you, this is only the first chapter of our successfulness. I feel like there's so much more to come. And I'm excited. At first, I feared success. And I think that's another issue as well with women. We fear our success. We know it's there. But we, we it, that was my issue. We deemed ourselves not worthy. Or you would think of yourself, I'm not worthy of that. Or I'm not good enough. And it all goes back to those stereotypes that have been embedded in us from us being a child and whatnot, you know, growing up. So I'm hoping to be that change and whatnot. I wanted to mention a few things, um, make some announcements. You can't see it real quick, but we got... Uh, one more. Oh, we got a caller. What? Because we got oh, yeah. to do our close out and our finishing up and all the sweetness. Let's Another go ahead. Good... And... Oh man, I'm excited. Yes, bring them on. Yes. Who is it? This caller is in mm. four two six. So let's see. Hello. 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 What's, what's going on, Sheila and uh, Zerika? Hey, diggy D. What it do? Who is it? I know that voice. I know that voice. Black disciple in the house. House. What's up? 100% with what y'all are saying. Like, you know, we we definitely got to get back to, you know, teaching each other and, and loving each other. You know, I think it's important. We definitely have to get back into groups and organizations and, and talk to each other and and, and, and make, make action plans and, and teach each other. You know, like can I ask you Sheila, something, D? Sheila, we, me, and you, we, we've already we, we've already been doing it. You know, I, I've seen y'all do it right. down, at the, down at the shop before. With, you know, when I came down and, and taped y'all, I've seen y'all do it. That, that's power. That's that's what we need. You know, we need that right now. You know. right. I want I want to ask you something from a male okay. standpoint. Okay. Um, what do you do? You agree that a woman can be successful in multiple avenues and still be that lover, and still be that nurturer, and still be that vulnerable, sexy woman, but still hold her ground and be able to handle business when it needs to be taken care of. Two hundred and fifty percent. Because I know, I know, I know a lot of y'all that are doing it right now. I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to two of them. 
<laughs> so I, oh, I know it. you may be blessed out. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. You know, and that's and that's. I think that's part of the the reason why we need to get together and teach each other because from a young age, like like I, like I've had this conversation with y'all many a times. Like we don't have these groups and organizations anymore to teach. So you automatically have a generation of youth who are automatically um, they, they're automatically looking down on themselves, thinking that they can't do this and that from a young age and growing up to think the same way. D, not to cut you more, off. Go ahead. Go but ahead. you called in at a perfect time, and I was actually going to announce the organization. So since you're on the line before we get out, because we only got a couple more minutes left before okay. the show ends, um, just give us a quick shout-out and a quick um, description and tell us about the organization that we've been working on that we'll be launching very, very soon. So go ahead, shoot. Tell us all about it and a quick little summary. So we are getting ready to launch the – Lansdowne Riverview Music and Videography Program. So we're teaching the youth, uh, high school age kids, four, uh, 13 through 17, how to write music, uh, produce it um, digitally, uh, record it, film their music videos, and perform it and teach them how to promote themselves through the performance. They also have a little bit of graphic design in there as well, you know, teaching them how to create their flyers and promote themselves as well. So we're doing a open mic as a introduction to the program on August the 14th, and the program actually launch, launches on uh, August the 18th. They can go right online to the uh, Lansdowne uh, Riverview um, Music and Videography Program Facebook page and click click um, on the link underneath. It takes you to the Lansdowne Riverview uh, Recreation Council website, and you can register right on Awesome, awesome. I am so excited for this. It was perfect that you called in at this time because we've gone on a nice little ride this evening with the different topics from the media stereotypes of successful women and through changes in our community and us coming together. So this is beautiful. That's one thing that we need to do is teach the kids. So with these programs that are lacking in our city of Baltimore, and that's one thing that I noticed when I first moved here about almost two years ago is that there's not a lot of program for the kids. And if they are, they're, they're out of reach. And right. so we're trying to create a platform for these kids that may not have it, that all they want is a place to go and showcase their art. doesn't matter right. if you want to be a rapper, a singer, a poet, whatever, a basketball player, yeah. engineer. But to have a place where you can come and be a kid and be uplifted and be allowed to be yourself and what you believe in and what you want to do and have people backing you up doing that is a beautiful thing. And that all comes with love. And that's what these kids in this city right now is what they need is love because there's a neglect. There's some type of neglect and an awful oppression upon the city that I hope to be a part of uplifting it and bringing that sunlight and getting together with people to enlighten me and to help me grow as a woman to be successful so I can create leaders like right. I'm being yeah. turned into one. They have, to be, so, they have to be able to, you know, be creative and, and have that, that outlet. And another thing right. uh, that, I, that I forgot that, that I left out was this, this, we're pushing all of the youth to create positive music. This is, this is positive music. No, no cursing, none of that. You know, because we have to. Because at the end of the day, we have to hold, we have to hold ourselves accountable, so that when we, when the media does portray us, they can't keep 
slander and stuff like that. Right. right. We'll bring well, a different sure, aspect. We look forward to that information, and Sheila's going to share it with us. But uh, we are down to, like, y'all, we got three and a half minutes left. Three and a half. I can't like, believe it. I feel like we just started the show like a few minutes ago. <laughs> yes. Daryl, thank you for calling. We're going to go ahead and put you yes, back Yes, thank on. you. I love you y'all. Thank you. Love yes, you thank too, you. y'all. Thanks for the support. Much love. Much love. Peace. Peace. Sheila. And oh Harmony. Girl. Girl. Did that just happen? Woo! I feel what like it that? did. Yeah, it did. This it did. I feel really good right now. <laughs> I feel what? really good. I think we are some wonderful goddesses. What you think? I think I think wonderful is a little bit of an understatement, girl. You gotta raise Ooh, the ball. Here, so you we gotta toot. We gotta toot our horns, hunty. Okay, I think we are super duper wonderful, super terrific. Bomb dot com. Need a fan on a hot Sunday in church. Preacher stomping in the pulpit. Grandma done put a foot in the lemonade. Your cousin done poured the whole bag of sugar into the Kool-Aid. Wings on fire. Need some blue cheese and some ranch. Hot. You know what? I'm excited for our next show. I think I already got a topic in mind. Like, oh my is, gosh, is, y'all don't know they, I don't think they're ready. We're going to be a little, we're going to take it to the next level. We're going to stick with empowerment, but we're going to bring a different spice to total empowerment that we're going to be a little, you know, mm, touching that line, but sticking to what's under the umbrella, which is empowering and uplifting each other. Right. And so educating. Sure, any closing words? Any closing My closing words, words are: I want to give a big thank you to everybody who listened this evening, to the callers who called in. I want to give a big shout out to Angela for blessing us with this opportunity. I want to give a shout out to you, Ms. ZZ, for being an awesome co-host and a host to me and a good friend and colleague at work, and. This is awesome. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for what's to come. And yes. it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful yes. thing. Yes, and I just want to say thank you to Angela, too, because this was like, this is like, you know, I'm telling you all successful women who building others up. You know, I'm watching the clock wind down, so, you know, I got to be, like, on fire. So I just want to thank right. everybody who calls in and listen. Don't forget to tell everyone about it. They can always listen to it at a later time. Look for us for the on the first Thursday of the month. Uh, we'll be giving out more details. You can look out for, you know, if you want to visit us, visit us at um, Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa, which is at 410-483-9355. Again, 410-483-9355. I'm Zerica, one of your hosts of Goddess Wake Up, and my other host is, Sheila, Sheila with the out, the E. <laughs> and another night, shout oh. out. You guys have a lovely night. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs>
can't find it. I'm trying to end it. End it? Okay, that's 